Episode 86 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Berkichi.ca. Order fine Italian products from any province in Canada, delivered straight to your door. Click on the link on the page where you get this fine podcast. Berkichi.ca. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. What happened to Madonna's face? Hey, what's going on? Maybe I should just say, welcome to episode 86. I'm Freeway Frank. This is the Thursday edition. Now, back to Madonna. What is going on? I've been wanting to talk about this all week. Now, I'm not making fun of her for the hell of making fun of her. You could get all that, all the criticisms, all the nastiness on social media. I don't want to do that because I've always loved Madonna, fellow Italian too, and she's been great. And there's one thing about Madonna that I liked since the beginning was the fact that she was a go-getter. She followed her dream, and I'm going to talk about all that in a second. But first off, the Grammys and the ratings, by the way, for this show have been sinking to all-time lows for so many years now. Back when I was a kid or in the 90s, 2000s, the show still got anywhere in the you know, 20 to 30 million range of viewers. Now, well, this one went up. They were all happy, so I had to check the stats. It went up from a dismal 8 million, I think, last year. 8 million, imagine this, 8 million, 8 million, considering the populations of the United States and Canada. I don't even know if that includes the world. That's horrible. And it went up to 12 million this year, and they were like celebrating good times. Come on, give me a break. These are not the days... When the Grammy Awards were were a thing. Back in the day, it was everything. We used to watch Lionel Richie come up on stage and win award after award and say, outrageous. And it was something about it. It was the vibe. It was it was about the music. You know, they they played their hits. It was about the music. Now it's all about, I don't know what I'm watching anymore. It's all I know it's a show, but it's 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 too much. It's like everything has to push the envelope. It shouldn't be the MTV Music Awards. That's not what it is. That's not what the Grammys is. This is a classy affair. All right? So, first of all, Madonna came up on stage to introduce Sam Smith, which, by the way, a lot of people didn't like the fact that, you know, he did this devil-worshipping set. Conservatives, right-wing people were freaking out, were posting, and then, of course, all the liberals were saying how much this was like an iconic moment. I thought, I laughed at both because, you, well, if you don't know where I stand with all that stuff, it's all a bunch of hocus-pocus to me anyway. That I believe that it was a devil set, no. And that I believe it was brilliant, not even close. I'll tell you, Sam Smith, first of all, well, first of all, I, hang on a sec, because I was talking about Madonna, and I went, okay, I'm going to be going a little bit back and forth because Madonna brought Sam Smith up, and then I'm going to talk about Madonna because there's so much more to talk about. But let me get the whole Sam Smith thing out of the way. Sam Smith, what happened to Sam Smith? He was a clean-cut guy, gay man, young man, who sang love songs. Now, I don't, what was that? And I mean, seriously, and it has nothing to do with devil worshiping or any of that stuff, or maybe it is. If it is to you, it's not to me. But what happened to this guy? What happened? Who on his team decides, okay, 
this is a good idea. We're going to do this. We're going to reinvent Sam Smith, and now you know he's going to be known for doing this kind of stuff. He's not Madonna. He's not Michael Jackson. This guy wouldn't get a second look on the street if he wasn't who he was. With a lot of artists nowadays, by the way. You know, back in the day, artists just had that thing. It was just that something je ne sais quoi about them. Now they look like regular people. They look like us, which is not a bad thing, by the way, but there's no star quality anymore. And I'm sorry, and it has nothing to do with him being gay because I have no issue with that. What is going on now with Sam Smith? Stick to what you do, which is you're a fantastic singer. You sing love songs. Try different things, but that was, to me, it's like blowhard type of stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? Like try hard. It's like you're just, maybe, sorry, I meant try hard, not blow. <laughs> it's just like too much. It's over the top. It's like, what can we do tonight to get the audience's attention? There's a, that's the, the culture we live in now. What can we do? What can I say next on the podcast? What can they do on, on the Grammys? What they can do on a TV show? What can the news do? What, you know, to top, so people are talking about, it, about us, so we get more views. That's what it's all about. The YouTube views, all that stuff. Now back to Madonna. Madonna was always gorgeous, always beautiful. If anyone knew how to reinvent herself, it was Madonna. You never knew what was coming next from album to album. That's what I loved about her. But what happened to her? At some point, she seems to have lost it. Like many other people in Hollywood, things happen to Madonna. Bad things. Bad things happen to good people in Hollywood. They all go there. And then they come out of it, and they're not the same person. You don't believe me? Pick anybody. <laughs> you name the actor. You name the person. Give it enough time. Give it enough years in their career, and you're going to see something transforming. She was Madonna Louise Ciccone. She was from a working-class neighborhood outside of Detroit. She went to New York to make it, and she did. She made it. Then she was changed by fame. The fame that she sought and as an innocent, hardworking singer when she went to New York. You know, she was calling the labels. She was calling the producers, the record company. She was doing all the dirty work. Madonna, like real raw shit that people don't do anymore. She did to get her career started. That's why I respect her. Then all of a sudden she changes her accent. She moves to the UK. She becomes weird like all of them. I think anyone, by the way, dropping money, I'm sorry to say this. I hope I, um, well, look, I've offended people before, but it's my honest opinion. But I don't mean to make people feel bad by saying this. If you spent money and you bought tickets to see Madonna, you're going to be disappointed. You heard it here first. If you don't already know, but then again, why did you buy the tickets for $500, $1,000? She's playing, what, two shows here in, in the Montreal area, in Montreal, uh, and then all across North America. First off, we know that she's going to be voice tracked, right? There is no way she can pull off singing like she used to sing. Even back when she could sing, they had her tracked. She doesn't even look like herself. Why even bother? It may as well be someone else up there singing. And the way she looks now, whatever the heck happened to her face. I look at Madonna. She's an icon. And like many who came before her, eventually you start to suffer from a mental illness caused by the same industry you've longed to be in. 
whether it's the music industry, the film industry, whatever. And then the people who put her in the spotlight changed her. It's not a good place. Hollywood is not a good place. The industry, as it's called, the industry, is a horrible place. And she turned into now this unrecognizable Pop-Tart, which you have to look twice sometimes. And, and I'm not saying this to make fun of her and to be an asshole. We'll leave that up to social media and the judge and the jury on all those sites. Or judge and the jury. Losers in their basement with nothing else to do, sitting in their underwear, eating popcorn, and criticizing other people. We know what social media is about. Here's Madonna's answer to all those people who've been criticizing her. But by the way, my criticism of her is I'm trying to be, I love her, and I've always loved her music. I'm concerned, okay? I don't know her from a hole in the wall, but I'm concerned seeing this, as we say in Italian, farà una brutta fine. The ending is, is not going to be a good ending here. The fact she's still around and has survived, considering some of the people that came before her that didn't make it due to the mental illness and anguish caused by these industries. Anyway, here's Madonna's tweet. The world is threatened by my power. Oh, yeah, of course. And my stamina. No, that's not true. My intelligence and my will to survive. No, we respect that when we appreciate that. Madonna has always been Madonna. But they will never break me. This is all a test. People need, again, I mentioned this in podcasts before, they need to convince themselves, and this is Madonna trying to convince herself she hasn't gone loopy when she has gone completely loopy. And by the way, Madonna blames ageism and misogyny for the comments and criticism she's been receiving on social media. It's not ageism and sexism, Mo. It's you. It's you that has unfortunately lost her mind. It's you that has unfortunately abused her face with all the plastic surgery. And now she looks like uh, that uh, Chinese weather balloon that was above us. Actually, that was at least round and white. Is her face is puffy. It's unrecognizable. And again, you're going to spend thousands of dollars to go see an unrecognizable Madonna sing songs that are recorded. How is she going to even move up on stage and be taken seriously considering all her pop songs we know? the choreography and the dancing from all those songs over the years. How is she going to pull that off? This is the thing. At some point, you have to know when to hang it up. In every career, in everything you do, when you just can't perform at the level you used to perform. And there's nothing wrong riding into the sunset and still doing your craft. But this is not riding into your, your sunset. This is going to be, you're going to hear it from the critics. You're going to hear it from the friends. This is going to be called the embarrassment tour. And it really breaks my heart to say that because, again, I love Madonna. And let's go back to Sam Smith for a second, who Madonna brought up on stage. In the past, a guy who could have pulled that off without anyone blinking twice, that whole devil-worshipping scene, and people would have been like, ah, oh, in awe, and it would be David Bowie. Sam doesn't have, by the way, and this is what I'm saying, Madonna does. Madonna's an icon. That's why Madonna, whatever she's done to herself, she's ruined it. Sam Smith doesn't have that mystique about him. And Kim Petras, really, the first trance, giving them all these accolades. I, I hear it, and, and I'm like, really, this is it? I mean, I don't hear anything special. Are they special because they're the first to be in that category? Or are they special because they really, truly have incredible talent that we haven't seen before? In my opinion, I don't see this incredible, over-the-top talent. And they're being called trailblazers. How so? Because they're gay or trans? 
because there are a lot of gay or trans people. So they're, they're trailblazing for who? The rest of the LGBTQ plus community? I'm just trying to understand this because to me, the real trailblazers in that industry would be going back and thanking people like the Pet Shop Boys or Bronski Beat, Jimmy Somerville, all the gay acts that came before them over the years. Boy George, all, all the people, I mean, look at Boy George. I mean, all the people who weren't scared to be who they were back in the day when you had to be scared about telling people you were that you were transgendered, transvestite, or whatever you were. Gay, just gay would, would back in the day get you silenced and canceled so people were all in the closet. These were trailblazers. How is Sam Smith and Kim Petras trailblazers now? I, I Anyway. If the, in the last few years, if I've learned anything, and trust me, I did, and I know a lot of people did, it's that Hollywood means shit, and that anyone who's still buying any of that crap is completely misguided. No one with a half a brain believes anything that comes from that establishment anymore. And those letters, by the way, on the Hollywood Hills, Hollywood, are more fake than ever. If you remember that these are regular people like you and I, with albeit they all have a special talent, whatever that may be. You could still enjoy their movies. You could still enjoy their music because people will be like, oh, yeah, well, Frank, they're good. They're talented. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not good and talented, but that's, that's their craft. But the bullshit now in 2023 that comes along with all of that otherwise changes normal people and turns them into these weirdos. And it's almost, it almost feels demonic. But you know me, as I said, I don't care for any of that abracadabra shit or devils, or heaven and hell, and all that, but, uh, but but I know more than ever that Hollywood is just, it's just not a good place. Let's be honest. And besides the fact that if you ever go there, you know, and you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, it's a complete dump. I remember I went there for the first time in 1993 and said, this is Hollywood? People that we liked, by the way, this is what Hollywood does. Good people in the past were able to fight it, stand up against it, and be themselves, and still come out of it half, you know, quasi-normal. A lot of people that we liked in the last couple of years turned into real shitheads, and I really, truly believe that Hollywood did this to these people. Think, you know, the people I'm talking about, the Jimmy Kimmels, the Howard Stearns, the Jimmy Fallons, the Sean Penns, they think people with different opinions than them are the bad ones. But then you look at them and how they all sold out. And what happened to these people? They were trailblazers and pioneers. You know, Howard Stern would stand up to the FCC, uh, I mean, the comedy was pure comedy. Jimmy Kimmel, he would be having shots with Snoop Dogg and saying whatever was on his mind. And now they're all, it's all like they've kneeled to the establishment. Now, they say the last few years showed many people's true colors, and I, and I really truly believe that it did. Hollywood seems to think they're on, you know, they're always on the right side. They're always on the virtue signaling side. They're always on the side of morality, right? When it, we know that's bullshit. The, the, the days of Marilyn Monroe and Humphrey Bogart, way, way behind us. Now we have, you know, an insecure J-Lo. Did you see that being exposed? And her man, uh, Ben Affleck, who pro probably had now has figured out a little too late that he doesn't belong there. 
at the Grammys or any of those award, uh, award shows, rolling his eyes <laughs> and and holding his breath. Did you see that? That was like gold. That was amazing. It's like, and then you saw the memes. You know, Ben Affleck is every guy when he's out, um, his significant other with his woman, his girlfriend. I can't say his woman, by the way, anymore. And how they don't want to be there and they just want to, would rather be somewhere else. But what does it, you know, what does it show, if anything? It, that that scene, like the J-Lo and Ben Affleck, if you haven't seen it, Google it, is that they're, they're people just like us, but they're always trying to put on an act like they're Hollywood, like they have to be bigger, right? Bigger than life, it's bullshit. They are like us. And the pandemic has showed us more than ever that they are, that governments don't care about us. And at the end, when everything goes wrong, whether it's J-Lo's ass, there's the ass again, or Madonna's 10 hit records, their lives won't be spared. Because they are truly just like you and I, with a lot more money and a lot more problems. Episode 86 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkici.ca, the best of Italy imported right to Canada. Fresh cheeses, the best tomatoes, pastas. I, I always say it, their, their pasta section is like a museum of pasta. Anything you want from low-cost, mid-range to expensive pastas, all shaped for any occasion you need whatever you're, you're trying to serve your guests, they've got it. And you can check it out in-store or online anytime. The finest in Italian products straight to your door and available for you to see right now. Click on the link where you get this podcast below. It's berkichi.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I.ca. Order and receive your package at home. The State of the Union address with the mumbling President of the United States Joe Biden, this is getting more embarrassing by the day. And I'm not now, I hope this podcast doesn't sound like I'm making fun of old people because uh, we're all getting older, and that's not what I'm doing. I respect elderly people. I just don't think uh, necessarily they should be uh, in cars <laughs> when they can't drive anymore. At some point, you have to hang it up. And they definitely shouldn't be president of the United States if they can't put two or three sentences together and they look like they're walking uh, back to the limo or the helicopter or getting on Air Force One, and uh, they shouldn't even be walking. They should be sitting on a wheelchair, even possibly a stretcher. It's sad what we're seeing. And, and so the State of the Union address, by the way, the other day where the President of the United States comes on at the end of January or the beginning of February every year and talks about the state of their union. I'm renaming the State of the Kiss Address. This was bizarre, and based on the podcast I did on Tuesday, where I talked about what's considered cheating, uh, things you should never do that are not, you know, not normal to be doing when you're in a relationship. Well, this is one of them. Jill Biden, the first lady of the United States. If you haven't seen it, you have to go see this. Just to see if we're missing something here, we're not missing anything. The first lady of the United States kissed Kamala Harris's, the, the VP's husband, on the mouth. It's clearly, I'm looking at it right now, it's clearly a kiss on the lips, which was really bizarre. And of course, the meme started and social media <laughs> exploded. And to me, the thing that I just don't get in today's world is back in the day, the mistakes we see now, I think it's because we didn't see all this stuff before in the past because we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have video necessarily capturing every single possible effing moment in the world. So now we see everything. 
And so it just seemed like people were more pristine back in the day. People in power had more, uh, I don't know, they were aware of their surroundings, were careful not to make these types of mistakes. You didn't see this type of stuff. When something happened like this, it would be massive. In other words, it, it would be a dominant story in the news and it wasn't happening here now today it seems like it's happening never mind every day it's happening every hour there's something new where you see and you go but is this is this life or what is this is this real what is going on how is the first lady of the united states kissing the vice president of the united states husband on the lips how do they not know in their brains in their minds as they're going to say hi to each other uh, okay first of all i don't think anything is going on between them and that's where you know the conversation has led on social media oh there's obviously something going on something we don't know no i just think they can't make it that obvious right that something is going on i just think people are unaware more than ever and do things that are just bizarre people almost have momentary lapses of judgment and you're at the State of the Union. <laughs> How is this kiss happening? That's your husband, the president. That's your wife, the VP, and you're kissing on the lips. Bizarre. Now, some people would say, what's the big deal? I'm sorry, but I remember when, uh, who was it? There was an actor kissed his sister on the lips years ago. That was completely bizarre. I don't know about you, but I only kissed my wife on the lips. And if ever uh, my lips have uh, intertwined, with somebody else's lips and it's either that other person moved a little bit towards my lips for some reason or maybe i moved a little bit towards that person's lips which i haven't uh, there's something going on there this shouldn't be happening is what i'm getting at you shouldn't be kissing people on the lips now some people might say frank you're so uptight i'm so uptight if that's the case and this were an unacceptable practice well then instead of kissing on both sides of the cheek as we do here in Quebec, I would just kiss all girls on the lips because, well, my wife, it's acceptable, right? But then she'd be kissing all guys on the lips. And that is just bizarre behavior. It's too intimate. As we know, the lips are too intimate. If you're kissing anyone on the lips, that's not a good sign. There's something else going on. In this case, I am convinced there's nothing going on with these two people. But man, what a story. The state of the kiss address has come and gone and another bizarre moment in the biden administration i just can't get over what life is nowadays every day there's a new video sometimes you 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 think this this can't be real this has to be this was doctored right and it seems to me that this started even more about seven years ago when president donald trump at the time just a regular citizen businessman was coming down the escalator at trump tower and, and that moment when he announced the presidency back in the day changed things. It, we know that reality TV is all the television we watch nowadays pretty much is reality. Everyday life has been exposed almost like a reality TV show, but it's life. And it's the, the happenings every day, just bizarre. But to me, that was the moment about seven or eight years ago that it opened the floodgates to shit like this happening and being captured on smartphones and video and just what 
What's going on? It, but in this case, again, remember, this could have happened at any State of the Union because it's on every freaking network. If it would have happened in 1984, it would have been captured. That's why more than ever, what were they thinking? This episode <laughs> of the Drive-By Podcast, number 86, is brought to you by Birkici.ca. Click on the link below, the best of Italy, straight to your door, anywhere in Canada. You're listening in from Vancouver or Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, everywhere. You go online, thousands of items direct from Italy on their website. Click, put them in the cart, order, and they will be delivered straight to your home. Berchici.ca. Viva l'Italia at Berchici. All right, we're going to catch you again for two more episodes next week. Thank you for tuning in. You can DM me anytime at Freeway Frank on Instagram or on Twitter. Please leave a comment or a review on Apple and five-star the show if you can on Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast. And please support the sponsors who support this show when you can. It's truly appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.